This is the global time for accelerated development where youth participation in politics and governance is an urgent, serious issue. So, what needs to be done to ensure active inclusion of youths at all levels of leadership? It is on that note, I welcome you to the new order on the network service of Radio Nigeria, Africa's largest radio network. The new order examines a critical issue in our national life by presenting the way to go. In this edition, we'll look at taking youths to leadership level. My name is Princess Aboraro, your narrator. Over time, findings from various dependable sources have affirmed that youths constitute a significant portion of human population on Earth. Despite being the largest demographic group, youths, according to analysts, have remained at the lower level of inclusion in decision-making. In Nigeria and other developing nations, for example, the concerns and needs of youths have not been addressed in a satisfactory manner, despite the fact that these countries have signed international instruments on youth affirmative action. In Nigeria, however, the potentials of the Nigerian youths is being recognized. Speaking at the first ever youth summit in Abuja, President Muhammadu Buhari, represented by Vice President Professor Yemi Oshinbajo, reflects on the significant status of the Nigerian youth while pledging government support. I know of no other set of people as obsessed with constant self-improvement as young Nigerians. At home and abroad, this drive to not just be better, but to be the best that they can aspire to be is what defines us, and this makes us all very proud of you. I urge you to continue to seek the path of self-actualization. On the part of government, we will, as an administration, continue to support your efforts by creating an environment that enables the fulfillment of your dreams. It may be difficult, but we will get there. In conclusion, I want to ask you to boldly and with commitment continue to ensure that the Nigerian youth and this great Nigerian dream remains at, at the heart of everything that you do. For us, it will remain at the heart of our investment and development agenda. I look forward to receiving the outcome of your deliberations from this conference with the promise that government will process it quickly and seek the implementation of relevant aspects for the benefit of the young people of this country. Wherever you are in this country, whatever it is that you are doing, keep moving. Don't look back. You will win eventually. Keep moving ahead. Whatever the situation, we move. Whatever the situation, we move. We move. 
stellar words of appreciation of the youths is being expressed at various fora from various authorities in Nigeria. But what did the youths want? One may ask. Some youths at the summit in Abuja. We need more jobs because we need money to fund our lives. We can't afford the houses that are out there and pay for 12 months. I need to see every political party making itself youth friendly. We need to speak that language. I will be advocating for inclusiveness for persons with disabilities. Like, you can take a look around, the venue is not actually accessible for persons with disabilities. In order for us to strike a balance, that leave no one behind. Well, in recognition of the need for youth inclusion in decision-making, the United Nations General Assembly adopted the World Programme of Action for Youths to enhance the youth agenda in matters of governance. Such a global action, in addition to local and regional legislations of youth participation in governance affairs, was intended to ensure adequate participation of youths in leadership at all levels. Despite the not-too-young-to-run law of 2018, Nigeria's political space, according to analysts, is still being dominated by old generation and godfathers. As the 2023 general election draws nearer, stakeholders and advocates for youths in leadership and governance have been calling for youths' inclusion in leadership at all levels of authority. Comrade Henry Atigwe is the chairman, National Youth Council of Nigeria, Enugu State Chapter. In this telephone interview with Hawa Mundi, Comrade Atigwe reflects on the youth o'clock urgent factor for youth's participation in leadership, politics, and governance. At the level of Chairman's Forum, National Youth Council of Nigeria, last month, December precisely, we had a, a forum meeting in Abuja where we launched our mantra, Youth O'Clock. In Nigeria today, it is Youth O'Clock. Whether the elders like it or not, it is Youth O'Clock. During the signing of Not Too Young to Run Bill by President Mohamed Buhari, he told us, the youth are leaders of tomorrow, but with this bill, you are now made leaders of today. But I would plead with you guys to give me just this my second term, and I will hand over to youth. And on that note, the vote as a state chairman, including LCT Star 7, we gathered in Abuja early December to say, Mr. President, remember your promise to the youth that now it is youth o'clock. And we launched a paper titled Youth O'Clock. And on that note, I am telling you that all the youths are now prepared to take over the leadership position come 2023. And as I'm talking with you, on the 17th of February, we are also going to gather in Abuja to remind Mr. President, President Mohamed Buhai, of his promise to the youth. Because we know that electioneering campaign is around the corner and party primaries are also coming up. So we want to tell the whole nation that now it is youth o'clock. Whether they like it or not, we are not coming by force, we are not revolutionists, but what we want to do 
is that we want to tell them, help us, let us lead so that you will see the difference between the old and the young. Because during the time of the great week of Africa, the great Awolowo, the great Adaunas, they were all youths. And they did marvelously well for the country. They positioned the country where we are today. The independence was not gotten to us by the elders. It was gotten for us by the young people. Uh, many times we hear that um, the youth are distracted from what they should be doing in politics. What are the rules you think youth can play in active politics? Well, uh, you know, our major aim and our major objective as National Youth Council of Nigeria is to advocate for a better life for the youth. Mm. And uh, that better life is in its whole and entire. One, you know, when Nigeria started, the youth drove the force that generated to where we are today as Nigeria. And all this problem we are having today started when the elders thought that the youth did not get it right and they want to do it right. They now came in, and when they came in, instead of doing what they're supposed to do as a correctional measure, where they thought the youth has not gotten it right, they decided to build from the bad aspect. That is why you can see today in Nigeria, Youths are killing each other in the name of a uh, tribal war, in the name of uh, all sorts of uh, 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 criminality. Back in the days when the youth are the driving force of the government, has it been the Michael Opara of them, the Zeke and the rest of them, Awolowo and the thereabouts? Has it been they were leading the country the way it is today? Do you think Nigeria will be where they are today? No, the answer is no. So my own is that we want to go back to the life of old when Nigeria started so that we can correct the ills of the society. The youth are the pillar of the nation. And with the youth, Nigeria can be better again. Indeed. You mentioned um, some policies that Governor Ifan Ogwai has put in place in Enugu State. What is your assessment of these um, youth programs and policies, and how would you say they are directly impacting on the lives of the youth? When I came on board as the chairman, National Youth Council of Nigeria, in the state chapter, that was exactly when uh, Ifan Yogan came up as the governor of Enugu state. Because my coming in was during the emergence of Ifan Yogan as the governor of Enugu state. We met with him. And we told him that uh, it is now eight o'clock. And uh, during our discussion, I told him, sir, the only thing we do for us, governor, is to give us charge so that we can be part of the policy makers. So that by being part of the policy makers, we can now correct some of the problems that the youth are having. Because who, who wears the shoe know where it pinches him. And he said, if that is what you guys have come for, I thought you have come to demand for an appointment for yourself or for some of your escorts. He said, if that is what you guys have come to ask from me, just go and sit behind and watch me as I'm going to do it. And uh, that was when he was, I think, about two years old in the seat, in this, at the seat of 
governance. And uh, during the last local government election, he made sure that 70% of the local government elected chairman, not appointed, though, local government elected chairman, we are youth. Hmm. And on that, we went and thanked him and said, leader, you have done well. But as Oliver Twist, hmm. we want some more. The Not Too Young to Run Act is now a law. Do you expect to see more youth participation in seeking elective office in 2023? Yes. You know, God just has a way of designing destiny. And I believe in Nigeria and in the states in particular, God has designed the destiny of the youth away from being the leaders of tomorrow to the extent of being the leaders of today. Uh, let me start because we say charity begins at home. In any good state, the not too young to run day has been domesticated, domesticated, so to say, in the sense that. All the 17 local government chairmen now in the states are all youth. While hoping for youth's active inclusion and decision-making process, analysts have identified various factors that impede the youth from active participation in governance, political representation, and matters of national interests. One of the challenges is inadequate education and training to equip the youth with skills. This, analyst believes, often leads to the lack of patience, which breeds quick money syndrome, which derail most youths from patience and good conducts. Comrade Henry Atigwe, the youth leader in Enugu State, is with us again. Getting rich quick syndrome emanated from families. Hmm. As a youth, when I graduated from the university, my father then was the deputy speaker of Enugu State House of Assembly. Oh. But he called me, son, I will not fight for political appointments for you. I would rather look for civil service job for you so that you can go there and learn. And after learning, you can now come and become a boss of your own. Surprised to tell you that I started as a messenger in an office as a graduate oh. when my father was the deputy speaker that had all the opportunities on earth to make me even a commissioner. But he said, no, go and start from the scratch. Go and become a servant. So that after serving, when people are serving you, you will know how to respect them. And where am I driving my point from? In some families, they will see a self-made man whom they don't know how he started his life and they will be equating their son, who is just coming out from the secondary school. Don't you see how uh, Moses' son is doing well? Why can't you go and look for work? Why must you come to the family to give you direction? Parents are the problem we are having today. The get rich quick syndrome we are encountering today in our society emanated from our parents. There are some areas they have gotten it right. But in this issue of get rich syndrome and all that, they are our problem. Okay. If you are a parent and your son comes home with a bicycle that you know as a father, you cannot afford that bicycle, what stops you 
to ask him where he got that money from. And the police, in alert police, that my son came home with a bicycle. And I don't know where he get that money from because as a father, I don't have that money. Come and investigate him to know his source of income. By so doing, that son will not think of getting a Mercedes Benz to the family or a motorcycle mm -hmm. because he knows that common bicycle, his father alerted the police and he was detained and questioned. In as much as the youth would be required to overcome some challenges impeding the actualization of youth o'clock scenario, the youth have not been adequately involved in the designing, planning, and implementation of policies and programs that affect not only them, but also the country at large. This often denies them necessary analytical skills for critical thinking or problem solving through participatory and active learning. The result has been that those who are not abreast of the challenges facing the youths would tag them with negative social attributes, especially laziness. However, the hard work of the Nigerian youth have been producing wonderful, tangible results. No wonder. A Nigerian youth, the musical powerhouse, the Grammy Award winner, Burner Boy, in this track, Wonderful, refuses to be tagged as being lazy. Just like any other youth. Here we go.
music wonderful by the African giant himself, Bona Boy. A wonderful piece there, you may say. Now, as a way towards appreciating efforts to address their challenges, the youth require access to information from government with regards to youth participation in governance affairs. Another challenge of imposing youth programs on the youth by the government without prior consultation and involvement often erodes the hope of youths and political leadership. The worrisome result has been the tendency of most youths to run out of the country. This is another issue of concern expressed by the Nigerian youths in Abuja. My name is Mary Akban. Why can't our leaders make youths love Nigeria? My name is Precious Martins. What is the government doing about the youths going abroad? My name is Kiangma Gloria. What is the government doing to stop the youths from going abroad? My name is Faith Onoja. Why can't our leader make youths love the country? My name is Iado Chimaya. If you become a political leader, what will you do to give youths hope to stay back in Nigeria? My name is John Hanato. Why can't the youth stop running abroad? My name is Precious. As a political leader, what do you do to keep the youth from going abroad? Again, a youth leader, Comrade Henry Atigwe. By God's grace, if I become a political leader today, what I will do first of all, that all hope is not lost and the country is our own and we cannot achieve anything by leaving the country. If you go to America, Canada, and the rest of Europe, why our, our people rush to that place is because they have an organized society where rule of law is paramount. And in Nigeria, we can domesticate it if we are all in one accord. First of all, I will call for a youth roundtable meeting where I will tell them that there is need for us to position our country in a way that will favor us and our unborn children, that some of the mistakes of the old cannot continue again. While presenting the agenda of youths by the youths and for the youths, the new order of leadership demands have made it imperative for the youth o'clock to come to life in full swing in the shortest time possible. So, how can youths be made to become leaders of today but not of tomorrow? We got on with a cross-section of residents of Abuja Metropolis. For the youth to be united, I believe in self that they can make it today. Not to be supporting the elderly that you know that they don't have anything to offer. And that tomorrow is today. And not that when they put them there, they will mess up. Like they are talking about youth of today, today, tomorrow. There are many youth that are given opportunity that they fail the youth. And that's why the elderly that are there, still there. The SS are dead, but they are just there living in the land, but they are not delivering. If we, the youth, who stand solidly behind a youth, we make the youth. Actually, you see our electoral process, eh? Nobody will go make it easily, you know? It's captured. But it is our, assuming our electoral process was good, somebody wants to, who has a political will, gradually follow through the system and gradually you come, you know, convene the councillor. Not somebody from nowhere or just come from there because they have a, yeah. a financial backup. They have a All right. stand for them. All right. But you know the youth of nowadays. Yes. We want to make them leaders. I will not like to you. It will be difficult though, because 
youth of nowadays are being they feel they are I feel they are oppressed because of the way at which people get power. Empower them, do the right thing for them. Employment should be there for them. Let youth make up their minds to stand up and say no to this corruption, to this bad leader that we have in this country. That's when youth can become the leader of today. Um, youth being leaders of today or tomorrow, they need to prepare their mind, they need to be ready for the tax, they need to know what's up like what they are actually getting their serve into. They shouldn't just go into it blindly. I said, if you want to take over me, start playing my role today. If you make me take I am still here. I will correct you. Do you, first of all, realize who you are, what you want to do, and set out your goals properly and in the right way. Government, how to face the reality. What is the reality? The youth must be built, must be engaged to have a common belonging to the government. To make sure that the, whatever the implementation of policy in Nigeria, that the voice of the youths will be heard. Uh, two, entrepreneurship. One, a youth is occupied, like the mind will not be diversified in any other way. You know, most of the perpetrators, even being carried on in Nigeria today, are being carried by, by the youths. So, to avoid that, government should empower the youths. To, so that they disengage themselves from evil, evil issues, corruption and the rest. Yes, for youth to be engaged, you must be what? Humble. You must be loyal to get what you are looking for from the federal government. By giving them opportunity in different sectors, opportunity in areas of politics, give them access to exhibit their talent, actually bring out what they have. Youth of today have a lot of things inside of them, but the leaders, they don't give chance. From every indication, young people with the right mindset and experience are in abundance. If that demographic is tapped and better utilized for the best interest of the people, the world will become a better place to live. That will be the time when peace and love Unity and prosperity and stronger sense of patriotism shall become the order of the day. This is indeed the hope and desire of Nigeria and indeed every nation in this new world order. And that's the new order on the network service of Radio Nigeria, Africa's largest radio network. This week examines taking youths to leadership level. Thank you so much for listening. The new order is open for sponsorship. Contact the producer at Grand Floor Radio House Area Tengriki, Abuja. You can call or send a WhatsApp message on 0816-076-7464. Again, 0816-076-7464. The studio manager has been Crystal Oparocha. The program was produced by Ondo Emba Oin, assisted by his NYSC and a team of students on industrial training. My name is Princess Aburaro. Have a great week and bye for now.
time is Youth O'Clock. This is the global time for accelerated development where youth participation in politics and governance is an urgent, serious issue. So, what needs to be done to ensure active inclusion of youths at all levels of leadership? It is on that note, I welcome you to the new order on the network service of Radio Nigeria, Africa's largest radio network. The new order examines a critical issue in our national life by presenting the way to go. In this edition, we'll look at taking youths to leadership level. My name is Princess Aboraro, your narrator. Over time, findings from various dependable sources have affirmed that youths constitute a significant portion of human population on Earth. Despite being the largest demographic group, youths, according to analysts, have remained at the lower level of inclusion in decision-making. In Nigeria and other developing nations, for example, the concerns and needs of youths have not been addressed in a satisfactory manner, despite the fact that these countries have signed international instruments on youth affirmative action. In Nigeria, however, the potentials of the Nigerian youths is being recognized. Speaking at the first ever youth summit in Abuja, President Muhammadu Buhari, represented by Vice President Professor Yemil Shinbaju, reflects on the significant status of the Nigerian youth while pledging government support. I know of no other set of people as obsessed with constant self-improvement as young Nigerians. At home and abroad, this drive to not just be better, but to be the best that they can aspire to be is what defines us. And this makes us all very proud of you. I urge you to continue to seek the path of self-actualization on the part of government, we will, as an administration, continue to support your efforts by creating an environment that enables the fulfillment of your dreams. It may be difficult, but we will get there. In conclusion, I want to ask you to boldly and with commitment continue to ensure that the Nigerian youth and this great Nigerian dream remains at, at the heart of everything that you do. For us, it will remain at the heart of our investment and development agenda. I look forward to receiving the outcome of your deliberations from this conference with the promise that government will process it quickly and seek the implementation of relevant aspects for the benefit of the young people of this country. Wherever you are in this country, whatever it is that you are doing, keep moving. Don't look back. You will win eventually. Keep moving ahead. Whatever the situation, we move. Whatever the situation, we move. We move. Similar words of appreciation of the youths is being expressed at various fora from various authorities in Nigeria. But what did the youths want? One may ask. Some youths at the summit in Abuja. We need more jobs because we need money to fund our lives. We can't afford the houses that are out there and pay for 12 months. I need to see every political party making itself youth 
friendly. We need to speak that language. I will be advocating for inclusiveness for persons with disabilities. Like, you can take a look around, the venue is not actually accessible for persons with disabilities. In order for us to strike a balance, that leave no one behind. Well, in recognition of the need for youth inclusion and decision making, the United Nations General Assembly adopted the World Programme of Action for Youths to enhance the youth agenda in matters of governance. Such a global action, in addition to local and regional legislations of youth participation in governance affairs, was intended to ensure adequate participation of youths in leadership at all levels. Despite the not-too-young-to-run law of 2018, Nigeria's political space, according to analysts, is still being dominated by old generation and godfathers. As the 2023 general election draws nearer, stakeholders and advocates for youths in leadership and governance have been calling for youths' inclusion in leadership at all levels of authority. Comrade Henry Atigwe is the chairman, National Youth Council of Nigeria, Enugu State Chapter. In this telephone interview with Hawa Mundi, Comrade Atigwe reflects on the youth o'clock urgent factor for youth's participation in leadership, politics, and governance. At the level of Chairman's Forum, National Youth Council of Nigeria, last month, December precisely, we had a, a forum meeting in Abuja where we launched our mantra, Youth O'Clock. In Nigeria today, it is youth o'clock. Whether the elders like it or not, it is youth o'clock. During the signing of Not Too Young to Run Bill by President Mohamed Buhari, he told us, the youth are leaders of tomorrow. But with this bill, you are now made leaders of today. But I would plead with you guys to give me just this my second term and I will hand over to you. And on that note, the vote as a C-State chairman, including FCT Star 7, we gathered in Abuja early December to say, Mr. President, remember your promise to the youths that now it is youth o'clock. And we launched a paper titled Youth O'Clock. And on that note, I am telling you that all the youths are now prepared to take over the leadership position come 2023. And as I'm talking with you, on the 17th of February, we are also going to gather in Abuja to remind Mr. President, President Mohamed Buhai, of his promise to the youth. Because we know that electioneering campaign is around the corner and party primaries are also coming up. So we want to tell the whole nation that now, it is youth o'clock. Whether they like it or not, we are not coming by force. We are not revolutionists. But what we want to do is that we want to tell them, help us, let us lead so that you will see the difference between the old and the young. Because during the time of the great Vic of Africa, the great Awolowo, the great Adonis, they were all youths. And they did marvelously well for the country. They positioned the country where we are today. The independence was not gotten to us by the elders. It was gotten for us by the young people.
Uh, many times we hear that um, the youth are distracted from what they should be doing in politics. What are the rules you think youth can play in active politics? Well, uh, you know, our major aim and our major objective as National Youth Council of Nigeria is to advocate for a better life for the youth. Mm. And uh, that better life is in its whole and entire. One, you know, when Nigeria started, the youth drove the force that generated to where we are today as Nigeria. And all this problem we are having today started when the elders thought that the youth did not get it right and they want to do it right. They now came in, and when they came in, instead of doing what they're supposed to do as a correctional measure, where they thought the youth has not gotten it right, they decided to build from the bad aspect. That is why you can see today in Nigeria, Youths are killing each other in the name of a uh, tribal war, in the name of uh, all sorts of uh, 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 criminality. Back in the days when the youth are the driving force of the government, has it been the Michael Obama of them, the Zeke and the rest of them, Awolo and the thereabouts? Has it been they were leading the country the way it is today? Do you think Nigeria will be where they are today? No, the answer is no. So my own is that we want to go back to the life of old when Nigeria started so that we can correct the ills of the society. The youth are the pillar of the nation. And with the youth, Nigeria can be better again. Indeed. You mentioned um, some policies that Governor Ifan Yogwai has put in place in Enugu State. What is your assessment of these um, youth programs and policies, and how would you say they are directly impacting on the lives of the youth? When I came on board as the chairman, National Youth Council of Nigeria, in the state chapter, that was exactly when uh, Ifan Yogan came up as the governor of Enugu state. Because my coming in was during the emergence of Ifan Yogan as the governor of Enugu state. We met with him. And we told him that uh, it is now eight o'clock. And uh, during our discussion, I told him, sir, the only thing we do for us, governor, is to give us charge so that we can be part of the policy makers. So that by being part of the policy makers, we can now correct some of the problems that the youth are having. Because who, who wears the shoe know where it pinches him. And he said, if that is what you guys have come for, I thought you have come to demand for an appointment for yourself or for some of your escorts. He said, if that is what you guys have come to ask from me, just go and sit behind and watch me as I'm going to do it. And uh, that was when he was, I think, about two years old in the seat, in this, at the seat of governance. And uh, during the last local government election he made sure that 70 percent of the local government elected chairman not appointed though, local government elected chairman we are youth hmm. and on that we went and thanked him and said leader you have done well but as oliver twist hmm. 
We want some more. The Not Too Young to Run Act is now a law. Do you expect to see more youth participation in seeking elective office in 2023? Yes. You know, God just has a way of designing destiny. And I believe in Nigeria and maybe the states in particular, God has designed the destiny of the youth away from being the leaders of tomorrow to the extent of being the leaders of today. Uh, let me start because we say charity begins at home. In any good state, the not too young to run day has been domesticated, domesticated, so to say, in the sense that all the 17 local government chairmen now in any good state are all youth. While hoping for youth's active inclusion and decision-making process, analysts have identified various factors that impede the youth from active participation in governance, political representation, and matters of national interests. One of the challenges is inadequate education and training to equip the youth with skills. This, analyst believes, often leads to the lack of patience, which breeds quick money syndrome, which derail most youths from patience and good conducts. Comrade Henry Atigwe, the youth leader in Enugu State, is with us again. Getting rich quick syndrome emanated from families. Hmm. As a youth, when I graduated from the university, my father then was the deputy speaker of Enugu State House of Assembly. Oh. But he called me, son, I will not fight for political appointments for you. I would rather look for civil service job for you so that you can go there and learn. And after learning, you can now come and become a boss of your own. Surprised to tell you that I started as a messenger in an office as a graduate when my father was the deputy speaker that had all the opportunities on earth to make me even a commissioner. But he said, no, go and start from the scratch. Go and become a servant. So that after serving, when people are serving you, you will know how to respect them. And where am I driving my point from? In some families, they will see a self-made man whom they don't know how he started his life. And they will be equating their son, who is just coming out from the secondary school. Don't you see how uh, Moses' son is doing well? Why can't you go and look for work? Why must you come to the family to give you direction? Parents are the problem we are having today. We get rich quick syndrome we are encountering today in our society, emanated from our parents. There are some areas they have gotten it right. But in this issue of get rich syndrome and all that, they are our problem. Okay. If you are a parent and your son comes home with a bicycle that you know as a father, you cannot afford that bicycle. What stops you to ask him where he got that money from? And the police, in alert police, that my son came home with a bicycle and I don't know where he gave that money from because as a father, I don't have that money. Come and investigate him to know his source of income. By so doing, 
that son will not think of getting a Mercedes Benz to the family or a motorcycle mm -hmm. because he knows that common bicycle, his father alerted the police and he was detained and questioned. In as much as the youth would be required to overcome some challenges impeding the actualization of youth o'clock scenario, the youth have not been adequately involved in the designing, planning, and implementation of policies and programs that affect not only them, but also the country at large. This often denies them necessary analytical skills for critical thinking or problem solving through participatory and active learning. The result has been that those who are not abreast of the challenges facing the youths tag them with negative social attributes, especially laziness. However, the hard work of the Nigerian youth have been producing wonderful, tangible results. No wonder. A Nigerian youth, the musical powerhouse, the Grammy Award winner, Burner Boy, in this track, Wonderful, refuses to be tagged as being lazy, just like any other youth. Here we go. Music, 
wonderful by the African giant himself, Bonaboy. A wonderful piece there, you may say. Now, as a way towards appreciating efforts to address their challenges, the youth require access to information from government with regards to youth participation in governance affairs. Another challenge of imposing youth programs on the youth by the government without prior consultation and involvement often erodes the hope of youths and political leadership. The worrisome result has been the tendency of most youths to run out of the country. This is another issue of concern expressed by the Nigerian youths in Abuja. My name is Mary Akban. Why can't our leaders make youths love Nigeria? My name is Precious Martins. What is the government doing about the youths going abroad? My name is Kiangma Gloria. What is the government doing to stop the youths from going abroad? My name is Faith Onoja. Why can't our leader make youths love the country? My name is Iado Chimaya. If you become a political leader, what will you do to give youths hope to stay back in Nigeria? My name is John Hanato. Why can't the youth stop running abroad? My name is Precious. As a political leader, what do you do to keep the youth from going abroad? Again, a youth leader, Comrade Henry Atigwe. By God's grace, if I become a political leader today, what I will do first of all, that all hope is not lost, and the country is our own, and we cannot achieve anything by leaving the country. If you go to America, Canada, and the rest of Europe, why our, our people rush to that place is because they have an organized society where rule of law is paramount. And in Nigeria, we can domesticate it if we are all in one accord. First of all, I will call for a youth roundtable meeting where I will tell them that there is need for us to position our country in a way that will favor us and our unborn children, that some of the mistakes of the old cannot continue again. While presenting the agenda of youths by the youths and for the youths, the new order of leadership demands have made it imperative for the youth o'clock to counter life in full swing in the shortest time possible. So, how can youths be made to become leaders of today but not of tomorrow? We got on with a cross-section of residents of Abuja Metropolis. For the youth to be united and believe yourself that they can make it today, not to be supporting the elderly, that you know that they don't have anything to offer, and that tomorrow is today. And not that when they put them there, they will mess up. Like they are talking about youth of today, today, tomorrow. There are many youth that are given opportunity that they fail the youth. And that's why the elderly that are there, still there, the essence are dead, but they are just there living in the land, but they are not delivering. If we, the youth, stand solidly behind the youth, we make the youth. Actually, you see our electoral process, eh? No way to go. If it's easily, you know? It's captured. But, it is our, assuming our electoral process was good, somebody wants to, who has a political will, gradually follow through the system, and gradually you come, you know, from being a councillor. Chairman, not somewhere from nowhere will just come from there because they have a, yeah. a financial backup, they have a All right. stand for them. All right. But you know the youth of nowadays, yes. we want to make them leaders. I will not like to you, it will be difficult though, because 
youth of nowadays are being they feel they are I feel they are oppressed because of the way our people could get power. Empower them, do the right thing for them. Employment should be there for them. Let's youth make up their minds to stand up and say no to this corruption, to this bad leader that we have in this country. That's when youth can become the leader of today. Um, youth being leaders of today or tomorrow, they need to prepare their mind, they need to be ready for the tax, they need to know what's up. Like what they are actually getting their serve into. They shouldn't just go into it blindly. I said, if you want to take over me, start playing my role. If you make me take I am still here. I will correct you. Do you, first of all, realize who you are, what you want to do, and set out your goals properly and in the right way? Government have to face the reality. What is the reality? The youth must be built, must be engaged to have a common belonging to the government. To make sure that the, whatever the implementation of policy in Nigeria, that the voice of the youth will be held. Uh, two, entrepreneurship. One, a youth is occupied. Lack, the mind will not be diversified in any other way. You know, because most of the perpetrators, even being carried on in Nigeria today, are being carried out by the youths. So, to avoid that, government should empower the youth. To, so that they disengage themselves from evil, evil issues, corruption, and the rest. Yes, for youth to be engaged, you must be what? Humble. You must be loyal to get what we are looking for from the federal government. By giving them opportunity in different sectors, opportunity in areas of politics, give them access to SDB, their talent, actually bring out what they have. Youth of today have a lot of things inside of them, but the leaders, they don't give chance. From every indication, young people with the right mindset and experience are in abundance. If that demographic is tapped and better utilized for the best interest of the people, the world will become a better place to live. That will be the time when peace and love Unity and prosperity and stronger sense of patriotism shall become the order of the day. This is indeed the hope and desire of Nigeria and indeed every nation in this new world order. And that's the new order on the network service of Radio Nigeria, Africa's largest radio network. This week examines taking youths to leadership level. Thank you so much for listening. The new order is open for sponsorship. Contact the producer at Grand Floor Radio House Area Tengriki, Abuja. You can call or send a WhatsApp message on 0816-076-7464. Again, 0816-076-7464. The studio manager has been Crystal Oparocha. The program was produced by Ondoemba Oyin, assisted by his NYSC and a team of students on industrial training. My name is Princess Aburaro. Have a great week and bye for now.